Hey yoga teacher, now is the time to make a much bigger impact in the world. You're listening to The Yogipreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurial yoga teachers who want to stop the hustle and overwhelm and instead create more income, freedom and success. I'm your host, Kelly McHugh, founder of Digital Yoga Academy, and I'm sharing business and marketing strategies to grow your community in a way that makes it easy to take action today. I believe that you have a unique message to share that your people need to hear. So let's get to it. So today we have with us the gorgeous Chocolaco who's joining us from Atlanta. And Chocolaco is a yoga teacher and teacher trainer, the founder of Yoga Energy and a woman on a mission to support, uplift and uplevel curious souls to remember their unique pathway. I love that. So welcome to the summit and thank you so, so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's really an honor to have this conversation with you. Thank you for the introduction as well. Thank you. So I always love to start these chats, just learning more about you and the gifts that you're offering and putting out there into the world. Great. Thank you. I think that's a good place to start. I started practicing yoga in 2005. One of my classmates while I was a graduate student at UC Berkeley asked if I wanted a study break. And I said, sure, why not? You know? And so she invited me to Bikram Yoga, which is located on Grand Avenue. And that was the first time where I experienced tears and sweat pouring from my face profusely to the point that I did not know the difference between both forms of release. And I needed that at that time in my life. I was on my own in California and I just needed to remember my essence, remember my mission. And so at that time, if you were a student, you could pay a flat fee of $20 and keep returning to yoga class over and over again for a month. And so I accepted that offer and I kept going back to the mat, kept going back to the studio, continued inquiring of myself continue to wait for the answers to naturally reveal themselves and to question why I was questioning what was happening in, in my experience. And I love that dialogue I was having with myself. And each conversation presented new insight. And it was that insight that allowed me to be a lot more curious about what more is available for me to discover. And so that's how I started my yoga practice, through Bikram. And then I transitioned over to Ashtanga. And my Ashtanga practice was first experience in my 200-hour yoga teacher training. That was the first time I even attended a, an Ashtanga class. And that was very eye-opening and, to say the least, very humbling. But mm. I appreciated, again, meeting different parts of myself and allowing them to actually be here and present themselves for however long they need. But then at the same time, recognize when I want to suppress or shy away from things. So it, the practice of yoga has helped me throughout my life in that it's the main denominator. Every challenging moment I've experienced has been the main feature, the main resource that I go to when I need support. And so at that time in my life, I was very game focused. I was interested in expending energy. So I was into Bikram and Vinyasa flow and power classes and Ashtanga. But where I am now in my life, I'm operating from a more embodied feminine 
perspective of an embodied feminine understanding, inner standing. And mm-hmm. so I'm into a lot more restorative and yin and yoga nidra. And so I actually quite liked how my yoga experience has truly been a full circle encounter. And I look forward to seeing what more this practice, this art, this healing art has available for me in my life. So that's my yoga journey. In a So beautiful. And yoga is such a healing journey. How would you say then that your own journey with yoga has inspired you to want to share your love of yoga with others as a teacher? Absolutely. I one great question. When I lived in Lagos, Nigeria for six years, I would post photos of myself and my own personal practice. You know, that's how I started my Instagram page. And unbeknownst to me, people were interested in wanting to practice with me. And I was certified and trained. But when I did my yoga teacher training, it was just for me, my own personal development. I never intended to be out here in the world teaching other people, let alone training a future generation of yoga teachers. Like That wasn't in my conceptual mind at all, you know? Mm. And so what I started realizing when I was in Lagos, Nigeria, and teaching other men and women, they too were blossoming and accessing different parts of themselves that have been dormant for so long. And so I realized that it's not fair to withhold such a potent elixir from anyone, you know? If that resource is available, if it's helping me, if it's helping to understand more of myself, then absolutely I want to be a part of sharing this with some with others, you know? And so in Lagos, Nigeria, that's what I was doing. I held classes in different parts of the city of Lagos, and people were coming, you know? People were coming, and that is what really surprised me the most, that people were showing up to meet themselves, to meet other people in the community. And it grew into this really beautiful, uh, artistic, healing community. I, at one point on my WhatsApp group, I had about 300 names and contacts, and that was in a very short period of time. I'm talking like one year. And it turned into uh, a community that we had in the different studios where I was teaching and online. And so it was super powerful mm-hmm. to experience someone share a traumatic situation for the first time ever in their life and to feel the energy of liberation. That's why I keep sharing. That's why I'm eager and passionate about what it is I'm doing because I look forward to seeing that light bulb go off in someone's head. Like, oh, there it is. That's what was missing. There I go. You know, that remembrance of who we are and the inherent personal power, the inner energy that naturally resides in us is so powerful. And I think if we're all going around helping to awaken other brothers and sisters, then we'd have a far more elevated consciousness globally. And I think that is my personal contribution and legacy, the kind of imprint I'm willing to leave behind. How did I contribute toward a conscious evolution? And that that is why I keep sharing what it is I'm doing and doing what it is I love. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's really about connecting to your why, you know, it's connecting to your why so that you can really create a community and, you know, a business and offerings that are purpose driven. And I think sometimes 
we can really struggle to connect to our why and our purpose. Do you have any tips for teachers who are struggling with that? It, it really does require being in isolation and inquiring. Mm. And what I mean by isolation is reducing the external stimulation, reducing the noise. And so I like to ask my clients, my friends to close down their eyes and to notice how that feels, turning off external stimulation, how that then amplifies all the other portals in the body, which are our senses, mm. amplifying the other senses and then feeling into the sensations that are naturally arising. And then noticing how the conversation that's happening on a cellular level, how that either excites, deepens curiosity, or invokes any other kind of sensation, such as concern or fear or whatever else may be. But giving, the, giving ourselves the opportunity to be with ourselves, because this is the only best friend we'll truly have, and then inquiring of self and noticing how the biofeedback loop naturally occurs. So it will require getting to know thyself mm -hmm. in very simple terms. Who am I? Why am I here? And ensuring that every activity is in alignment to that why, that purpose-driven mission. Because otherwise, you're just expending energy unnecessarily. And that's such a precious resource that we won't get back. And so what is the return on my investment? Why am I doing this activity? And is it contributing toward the purpose and the reason why I am here? That will ultimately bring you back to who am I? Knowing thyself first and foremost. Yeah, beautiful. I mean, we want to be, you know, it needs to be something that's going to get you jumping out of bed in the morning to want to be able to share, you know, to be able to share your message. And I think when you've done that inner work like you say to really kind of connect to your to your purpose it also allows you to connect with the right people you know so that you can share your purpose with other people really authentically and a lot of teachers feel the fear about using their voice you know stepping into that really authentic space where they feel that they can share so any advice on how to really kind of break through those fears so that we can show up authentically and attract the right people into our communities? Again, I think it really goes back to knowing self. Mm. And, when, and when we know who we are and we're confident in that, knowing the wobbles feel less like Bambi. You remember? Mm -hmm. the, the Bambi? Yeah. <laughs> it's less wobbly. And, and that's what we want. We want to become familiar with the different wobbles and wiggles so that we build our confidence to move forward. And it will come in, in increments. Sometimes there will be large outbursts of, of confidence and other times they will be very micro. And learning to appreciate all of the, all of the um, discoveries as they arise. So something that I, I personally am still working through is um, doubt. You know, and then I lean into experiences that I have tangible experiences of, of wins. Yeah. Like for example, I'm slowly transitioning my uh, yoga energy teacher training program online. I have mm -hmm. never done an online full on yoga teacher training before. That's completely new. Some mornings I'm exhilarated. I'm excited. I'm like, bring it on. Mm. And other mornings I'm like, 
all right, <laughs> what, what do you have for me today? You know, it, it's like that. And then I have to go back to my small wins to yeah. remember that this was once an unknown encounter for me. I had to navigate it and I did so and there's the victory. And yeah. I have to keep doing that constantly over and over again. Whenever that thought keeps going like this, tweet, 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 you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not tall enough. You're not, you're not, you know, that very familiar voice. I just kind of look at it. How much time do you need? All right. You need 30 minutes. Go. Boom, 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 All right. Next. You got to start talking to yourself like that. It has to be a dialogue because this is our best friend. We're going to be with our bodies our entire life. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I mean, we have to recognize it because it doesn't ever go away. Like as we grow as human beings and as we grow as business owners, that doubt, that voice is going to keep popping up. So if we can see it like that, you know, it's like we can keep moving forward, like give it a little bit of space, recognize it, but just know, connect back to those wins. I love that you said that. That's what's going to keep driving you forward because really it's about pushing through our comfort zone, isn't it? That's when it pops up little voice on the shoulder here like hey <laughs> Let to embrace them though you know because sometimes oftentimes what the voice is trying to do is keep us from danger so, you know that's that's the story we tell ourselves yeah and, right asking like how much time do you need acknowledging that it's there and then also saying okay i know you want to protect me i'm still going to make this decision and if I get to that point where I need to make another move, I will pivot. And then just having that dialogue. And, and yeah. just, I, honestly, it's been a, a, a huge, 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 huge part of my embodied practices. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I think also, you know, keep coming back to your why. You know, why are you making these decisions? Like, what is it that's behind that decision? And yes, the fear might be there, but if we... The, what's actually you know we have to make our message that we want to share much bigger than that fear right yeah. um so you know as as teachers as we work to grow our community we want to be able to attract the right people in you know and grow a vibrant community of people that really resonate with our message so how important do you think it is to really show up as you when it comes to growing that community I read something yesterday that I think aptly answers this question. And the quote, I'm going to do my best, but the summary is, I'd rather be loved for who I am than, I'd rather, sorry, I'd rather be hated for who I am than to be loved for who I am not. Mm. The reason why that spoke to me so profoundly yesterday is because my memory is this long. <laughs> I, I really understand and practice the art of non-attachment, but connected to all. Mm. And so because I believe in energy, because it's a deep part of my work, I understand that energy is meant to flow. Mm. energy is meant to keep going we have a tendency of wanting to hold on to something because it feels great or it feels familiar that creates a blockage in the system 
And by virtue of creating a blockage in the system, then our radiance, our authenticity is limited in terms of its range. Okay? Yeah. If we want to attract an authentic audience, we need to remove those blockages that are naturally hindering us from reaching and expressing in a way that is boundless. It comes back to knowing ourselves. Who am I? Is the activity that I'm engaging in aligned with my purpose? Is it aligned with the intention I set forth? Yes, no. Depending on the answer, you will make a decision. That decision will yield an action and you'll keep going. You'll mm -hmm. keep going. If it yields an unfavorable response, you'll stop. Same thing with community. If you recognize that the activity, your input, is not pouring out in a way that's bringing back, if you're not practicing the law of reciprocity in a way that feels nourishing and beneficial, that's an invitation to pause. Mm. Invitation to pause and recalibrate and, and discover what's missing so that you can sift through the blockages, clear away, and allow your natural radiance to shine. Because energy attracts energy. Energy doesn't lie. Mm. People's voices, people's demeanors, behaviors, X, Y, it will shift, it will change, but energy is constant. It's constantly flowing and it's constantly revealing hidden messages. And so my, my suggestion to someone who really wants to grow an authentic community is to know yourself and only do what is an extension of yourself. It's great to look at inspiration elsewhere, but that be it. Just let that be it. Only inspiration, not to mimic, not to allow your voice to be diminished in any way because your imprint is so unique. There is no one else in the planet like you, and there's definitely nobody else in the planet like me. Nobody. And I feel as though I'd be betraying myself and being a disservice to my creator by not allowing my natural essence shine. Mm. And so in order to appreciate how divine is constantly protecting me, guiding me, loving on me, gifting me, if all I need to do is demonstrate gratitude by being myself, then damn it, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> that's been helpful. That's been helpful. Yeah. Not everybody can rock with Chocolaco. Not everybody can rock with Kelly. And we're not meant to be we're not meant to be chocolate. We can't make everybody happy. We just, that's not our role. We have an understanding of who we are. Our activities are in alignment with that. That's what we shine outward. And that's what comes back. Easy peasy. Yeah, beautiful. And, you know, when we try to be everything to everyone, we ended up, we end up being nothing to no nothing one. Nothing to no one. And that was a waste of energy. Yeah, totally. Resource. That was yeah. yeah. So on the homepage of your website, one of the things, um, one of the thir first things that you read is this. It says, Chocolaco is committed to working with forward thinking creatives and professionals, yoga teachers and yoga practitioners who are open to embrace continuous awakenings, outperform limiting stories and reach more expansive versions of themselves. Now, I love this because it's so clear for someone to come onto your website and read that statement and know straight away if 
they're the person that you're talking about or you know you're the teacher for them and I love it because it allows you to really speak directly to your people what advice would you give them to teachers who you know are really passionate about specific areas of yoga but perhaps they're just sitting on the fence about narrowing in and really kind of you know stating who they're here for because they're scared about excluding people from their community I think it goes back to the last question about, you know, attracting the audience based on the energy that's naturally oozing out of, out of you. I, I, I think it's very important to be very clear, you know, just super acute level of clear mm -hmm. of what your offering is because otherwise you'll burn out and then you won't be of service to anybody. And so there are some aspects of, yoga of wellness that really lights you up that you're super passionate about it's the first thing you read in blogs it's the first article you pick up when you're reading through a magazine you're just super passionate about it whatever that it is is where your niche lies and it, it really is that simple because when we have when we have passion level expertise in an area it will naturally flow over into newer, expansive areas. So I think what I want to impart is the need of staying expansive, to not look at choosing a niche as being pigeon-held in one mm -hmm. area. That's the complete opposite. If anything, you have a nucleus, something mm -hmm. that you're really grounded and firmly um, embodied. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you, you start to grow tentacles. And then before you know it, you have a really beautiful flower and it's that flower that you're using to gift your services and your offerings around the world. And so to look at it in that way, to look at, I need something firm, something that I'm really super good at and really passionate about and people are willing to pay. Yeah. And there, then you can start going into other directions, boundless, boundless directions. Yeah, definitely. And just your message becomes so much clearer. And like you say, you're able to, you're able to really focus in and like create offerings for those specific people, like for your people, and you'll have more success in filling those offerings. So talking about offerings, tell us a little bit more about Yoga Energy and how, it, how you've developed it, what's the ethos and purpose around it, and the types of offerings that you've created for your people. That's my baby. Yoga Energy is my firstborn, and I'm really excited about her. While I was living in Lagos, Nigeria for six years, I got really deep into my meditation, like super deep. I don't know if you've ever experienced Africa, but the continent is super potent, extremely potent. And so I like to describe it as the birthing portal. If you drop an idea in Africa, it will just amplify in a very beautiful way. Yeah. During one of my deep meditations, the idea to create an, a school for people who are unable to get to America or Europe or Asia or Bali, Thailand, for example, for teacher training, that they too are experiencing up-leveling. That wasn't available when I lived in Lagos, Nigeria. I had to do all of my tra trainings off the continent. And 
if you believe in energy, you also believe in the mitochondrial gene, the E gene, and that the African woman, the DNA is in every live human on the planet. So it all starts in Africa. Life starts in Africa. This meditation came through so profoundly that if we can start harmonizing in a very peaceful way what's happening on the continent, it will have a rippling impact, a rippling influence to the rest of the world. So it was very clear for me through that vision that I will create yoga energy. And the essence is for everyone to tap into their naturally, their natural inherent inner energy. We're all vibrations and we're all operating on frequency. We have a tendency of wanting to look toward what is already manifested, what can be touched, what can be felt, what can be experienced in this realm. But it all starts in the unknown, in the unseen, where the energy originates. So that's why it's called energy. Once we can start accessing that realm, it's a whole game changer in terms of how we start manifesting, how we start living. So I want people to go back to the origination, to remember their purpose. And I talk a lot about this through my yoga teacher trainings. Mm -hmm. So I have a 200-hour yoga teacher mm -hmm. training that recently got approved for online offerings through Yoga Alliance, which is great. And I'm also um, developing at the moment the 300-hour, the advanced level. And so those will be broken down into 100-hour modules so that it's digestible. Mm -hmm. I like to drop a lot of information. And what I realize over time is to offer more room for integration and embodiment so i like to share what the theory is what the experiences have been for me sometimes and then i like to offer people an opportunity to explore for themselves so my all of my trainings all of my workshops have a huge embodiment component to it as well as an integration so that it, it now starts becoming part of the essence so yoga teacher trainings, workshops. I also host um, master classes mm. and um, online and in-person retreats. So given what's happening right now in the world, travel is on a standstill. And so slowly transitioning all of my offerings on online. And I'm also doing Zoom yoga classes online. Too. Yeah. I have a couple of products coming out, which I'm really mm. excited about under energy. One yeah. of which are adornments. Oh, wow. Amazing. So I will be posting these pretty soon. So this is the beta edition, which I'm really... Yeah, nice. I saw those on... on you, you had an African meditation on Adele's, um, Adele's Instagram page, and you're, you're wearing those there. I saw those. So I, I, yeah. I've worn these now since 2014. Yeah. So different shamans around Africa who I do work with, it's part of, you know, part of my initiation process. It, it's impossible for me to look at my feet and be angry. You know, the burst mm -hmm. of color, the remembrance yeah. of what it what it means to be planted on earth frequency is it's part of me. And so one of the um, products that it will be launching very soon are, are similar beadwork. And so what about the transition online? How have you found that? It's been a steep learning curve for me because I personally thrive on in-person engagement. I like to feel mm -hmm. energy. I like to know that you, you understand. Your body language will communicate with me. I will communicate with you. 
for a long time, I felt as though the, the technology, the computer, the phone was a hindrance mm. to the transmission. But I'm, I'm slowly realizing that the downloads are still being received. The messages are being um, received effectively. So I'm slowly embracing technology. This is the most I've spent on online in a really, really long time. Mm. So I make sure I have breaks where yeah. I spend time in the garden. So to answer your question, it has been a steep learning curve for me, but I'm so grateful for my community of friends and mentors who are supporting the transition. A yeah. lot of people in my community want yoga energy to be successful. They want to see yoga energy out in the world. Mm. And so that gives me great joy, great pride. And it's the boost I need to keep going. Community, tribe is everything. So yeah. important. What would you say have been the biggest learnings so far in your teaching career? Have room for errors to naturally happen mm. and be so nimble that you can pivot effectively. In other words, attached to nothing, but connected to it all. So we can have a plan, we can have structure, we can have ideas of how we want to flow but be very flexible and loose with how the happening occur. And I say that because we can get easily pinned into you know, one particular outcome and then we lose sight of the overall picture. And, and that can be very debilitating mm. when, when you are an entrepreneur, you're doing something new for the first time. So being very fluid and relaxed in how you receive feedback and how you receive the need to shift or, or change in any way. Um, having community, having mentors, people that you can go to ask questions. Yeah. I am asking questions upon questions upon questions all the time. So something that someone taught me when I was, so when I was living in Boston, I used to go to this cute shop over in um, Beacon Hill, and I used to get my nails done. And this cute older woman would tell me to always have friends older than you, your age, and younger. And I said, what do you mean by that? Why is that so important? And she talked about surrounding ourself, myself with that mm -hmm. level of information and insights and experiences. You know, like the mm -hmm. older generation, the more seasoned people are able to give me heads up what to look out for. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, my peers are sharing with me what's happening in their world, how they're navigating wobbles, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then the younger people are letting me know what's up. They're keeping <laughs> me cool. They're keeping me hip to the new technology, so I don't feel so lost. I feel a lot more balanced when my my surrounding community and network has me covered because I can't be everywhere or know everything. Yeah, if I have a, an interconnected, well-informed community, oh, I'm winning. Yeah, that's such good advice. I love that. What do you think then are the biggest opportunities for yoga teachers right now? Online, you know, it just seems to be where it's at. It's <laughs> online, and and again, I'm an in-person engagement kind of gal, and so this mm -hmm. is, you know. I yeah. like this. I'm like wobble, 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 wobble. <laughs> but yeah, but the opportunities are online. Yeah. They are happening. Uh, 
you and I are having a conversation right now online. I'm able to teach classes online. There's teacher trainings happening online. It just seems to be you know, the way forward. And so there is still room for in-person engagement. So I don't want to lose track of that because that's an experience that I hold really near and dear to my heart. That's how my healing has been transmitted over the years through in-person engagement. But I think it's important for us to diversify our offerings mm -hmm. so that we're able to have a catchment which is as expansive and as, as vast as possible. But I do believe it's important to incorporate some of the new yeah. ways of communicating, which right now is online social media presence. Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, well, I mean, as a community of yoga teachers, we can make more impact if we're sharing our message online, you know, more people around the world can learn about yoga, you know, people who don't have access to yoga studios can really, you know, enjoy the practice and make it part of their life and have that healing journey as well. Thank you so much. Before we finish up, tell us um, how we can connect with you. Have you got anything coming up later on in the year, any retreats or anything that you want to share with us? Yes, I have an online 200-hour yoga teacher training coming up in September. Information can be found on my website, yogaenergy.com. That's yeah. spelled Y-O-G-A-I-N-N-E-R-G-Y, and it's down below. Yoga <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then also I can be found on Instagram and Facebook at Chocolaco, and that's also down below. I'd love to connect with you if you have any questions, any concerns. My community is full of lifelong learners. We're fusing yoga, meditation, self-help, and spirituality together. We are a dope, 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 dope community. And I'd love to invite all of you to be part of us, where we sprinkle our love and our magic all over this magical world, this magnificent world. You Yay! <laughs> Thank you so much, beautiful. Absolutely enjoyed this conversation so, so much. Thank you. You've been listening to the Yogipreneur podcast brought to you by Digital Yoga Academy, the leader in business and marketing education for yoga teachers worldwide. And if you loved what you learned today, please subscribe, rate and give us a review. And remember that learning is nothing without taking action.